Well, guys, I love uh, talking vintage with you fellas, but uh, this was the... <laughs> I think I would have rather drank a big glass of sour milk. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys. My name is Jason, you're listening to episode number... 79 joining us tonight from i grew up star wars.com ot curmudgeon tom hello tom what's up yo hi everybody hey tom haven't talked to you in a while been a while we got a vintage show so i'm yeah, looking forward to uh, tr- trying to talk to about this stuff we'll see how it goes <laughs> yep um actually we haven't even talked to you since uh celebration Chicago. oh yeah yeah uh, that was good yeah. Well, that was good? only two months ago so. yeah did you have a good time yeah it was good Good. Kind of a different vibe in Chicago because, mm-hmm. you know, the great thing about the, uh, the the California and the Florida shows is, you know, you're, if you get bored at the con, you can always go to Disney, which is great. So did you, did this was home? like either, you know, either go to the con or get mugged or stabbed. <laughs> so did you come home with 500 buttons? Yeah, I still, yeah pretty much. Yeah. I still I did get did, I did get a few indie figures, carded indie figures at one of the mm. room sales. So that's. Hey, that's cool. Slowly working on the Indiana Jones collection. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Also joining us tonight from this week in Star Wars podcast, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? Tom, how many Indiana Jones figures are there? Aren't there only like five? Uh, <laughs> I think there's like, I don't know. There's like... Uh, let me pick one up. Two, a ten. Really? There yeah, are, man. there are nine figures. Wow. Um, and and well, there are. There's the um, Well of Souls figure of Indy, and there's the uh, the the other playset that has the uh, the other guy, the uh, the Indian, uh, the Marion hiding in the uh, basket. You count that Marion as a figure? Uh, it's close, isn't it? And on that note, yeah. could you? Wouldn't you? Uh, wouldn't? Couldn't you be able to uh, uh, include the Arabian horse as a figure as well? No. No. Streets of Cairo has that other figure too. They are the bandit guy. So yeah, there's. Uh, I'd say that there's eleven figures, which isn't a bad. You know, it's a fun run. Yeah, for sure. I remember. Uh, Seeing those rotting on a shelf at uh, uh, Meyer Thrifty Acres in Jenison, Michigan, probably what 1982. Yep. Yep. And they had a short. I life. thought they were cool, but I just didn't. Me too. I walked by them so many times in Idaho when I was a kid mm. with Sears. But I got uh, I got a Belloc, and I got a um, Tote, which is in great shape, and a Sala. And of course, I have my. Uh, um, these are ones graded. Yeah, one, I have an 85 tote. I didn't even realize that because I got them pretty cheap. So Yeah, you can still get pretty good deals, but... Uh, it's a cool line. I just I have less recollection of it as a kid than the toys that we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have equal cool. recollection, actually. Well, no, no, yeah, you're right. I actually have more memories of walking by these than never walking by what we're going to talk if, about. <laughs> Tom, if if you uh, finish up your um your Kenner run, are you gonna go after the Temple of Doom figures? 
Now those Temple of Doom figures look really bad, buffy and burly, and yeah, yeah they look really bad. Yeah, I uh, really fought with uh, um, starting that uh, modern line of the Indiana Jones figures. Mm-hmm. They had some really cool figures. They had Mola Ram and, of course, Short Round and a bunch of other. I got great. that whole run on the the, the the Hasbro ones. You, you know, like them? Ten, yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, they're fun. They are cool. You know, and my, the the little whatever what they called the Adventure Hero line. I get. I mean, uh, but the great thing about it is all of it, all of it fits in like one Rubbermaid tote. Oh. Yeah. Nice. The my you know, problem with the, the modern Hasbro Indiana Jones figures is the paint apps on the especially on the eyes of the indie figures. Just, it was just so bad. He it just uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That's yeah, sucks. a mess. So very messy. Yeah, that I'm I I don't like that. I like figures that when I was buying figures back in the day, the modern figures, I always had to have I always had to look them over. I remember going to uh, Action City Comics in Federal Way, and uh, Jim would always save me. Well, I would, I, I got to go through cases of figures, and that way I got the uh, luxury of looking and finding the best paint apps that I could find. Hmm. That would drive me crazy if I had a choice between a, a crappy, uh, crappy paint app figure or nothing. I would probably go with nothing. Yeah, like. Uh... Like Mego is doing with their three and three quarter inch figures, just nothing. How's that working out? Are those paint apps pretty crappy too? On the th- well, the Mego three and three. I'm talking about the the vintage Mego three and three quarter inch figures. Oh. They typically didn't paint their faces. Oh yeah, good point. Like you know, a lot of them, like the Buck Rogers figures. Right? Oh sure, yeah. They're I'm like missing. About the, they didn't paint the eyes. Mego, Mego figures, but yeah, yeah they and didn't. Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. No paint apps. You don't have to worry about that. So yeah, so yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know why they did that, but that. It doesn't. Those would, those would be fun lines to, to to collect as well. The uh, the yeah. Buck Rogers and the Battlestar Galactica. I have a those lot are, of those, those loose. Are, those are a finite collection, which is mm-hmm. good. One of my favorite is the the Mattel uh, Battlestar Galactica uh, three three quarter inch figures. The Lucifer figure. Uh huh. That cool. is they're all cool, cool and they got great card backs. Yeah. They do. The artwork on those. Yeah, the awesome. artwork on them is better than the figures. We should talk about them <laughs> instead sure. of what we're going to talk about later. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Screw this. Because we actually yeah. know. The Muffy those. figure was so cool. <laughs> Sand skimmer my ass. <laughs> hey, also joining us tonight, Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire, Chris Moorhead. Hello, Chris. Hey, Jason. Uh, nice to join you guys again. Uh, yeah, it seems like it's been months. Yeah, it does feel like it's been a while. We talked right after celebration, then it's been a, a, a bit of a gap. So yeah, but that's because been, there's no schedule on Galaxy of Toys. Yeah, <laughs> well, I've been busy collecting stuff, so it yeah. hasn't been too bad. All right, Chris. The only time I could ever find you was at the collecting track. Were you anywhere else? Yeah, I was all over the place. Yeah. Wow. I, Were you trying to get all those tots, star tots? No, I was a volunteer on the in the collecting track area, so I, I was oh. able to get a full set. Oh well, there you oh. there, there's the explanation right there. That helps, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I was in the, the social room a lot doing trading. I was part of the brewer crew patches. I've still been trading with folks about uh, that are still trying to put together sets on that. I got a few of those. I'm the the swag the swag count now is at dangerous level before it's, it was before yeah. it was fun and now it almost seems like it's a, yeah it's like it 
it's expected now. It's like, wow, guys, before it was fun and it was kind of closed. It was like almost a closed group. It was kind of a, uh, need to know group. But now everybody like the, the celebration group on Facebook is just insanity. That's all they're talking about. Everybody's coming up with their people are already coming up with designs and stuff. And uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. start making buttons of buttons. Yeah. This button is a photo of a button from another celebration. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just repro hand button. out buttons that have nothing on them. This is and a then repro I can button. Start no repro buttons. <laughs> I think there are already no repro buttons. I've seen those. <laughs> but no repro button buttons. Oh darn! Yeah. Okay. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Let me look for the show notes. Do we have any? Yes. Oh, what did you pick up recently? Like we start every show, what did you pick up recently, Tom? I will start with you. Well, I just told you. <laughs> so, so good night, you wasted everybody. that. Yeah, I got the Indiana Jones figures, which I liked. Uh huh. Still looking for those, and um, you know, I'll, I'm not, I'm not searching desperately, but I would like to get a graded Marion Ravenwood, which is. Indiana Jones goes for pretty top dollar, and and Marion even goes for a little bit more. So if you're looking for an AFA eighty or something like that, you're looking at about seven eight hundred bucks. Yeah, it's pretty steep. So, yeah, yeah. Oh well, if I find one for a good price, I'll I'll definitely try to look into it. See if mm. I can come. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh. Da, 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 Matt Fox. What did you pick up recently? Um, the um, all the Target exclusives, obviously. Uh, the That's retro, the retro stuff. Mm-hmm. The Luke, you, you like the, those? No. Why not? And, Why don't you uh, like them? I don't I understand. Know, I gotta know, Matt. Come I on. don't understand them. I don't know I mean, either. Uh, I mean, are the cardbacks flimsy. The cardbacks are flimsy. I don't like the fake weathering on the cardbacks. Um, the the inability of the couple that I've played with to hold their guns, and the, you know that I've seen that that's sort of common. The Han yeah. Solo is heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> is it's it really? Yes. Did you find don't, some don't at get, Target? Jason? Don't get it. What? Did you find some at Target? Yeah, I found them all. And you found them also at Target, Matt? Well, I asked. Yes. I asked the. I had to ask for them. Yeah, I had to ask for them. They weren't out. Oh, I found like three cases worth on the pegs at one of the Targets locally. Holy wow. crap! I haven't found anything down here at all. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not religiously looking, but if I'm around, I did. It, I did find a plethora of uh, the game with the Tarkin, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get... that's easy to find. Well, yeah, they've all dried up now. I mean, yeah, they're I, gone. Yeah. And I mean, as of the last couple of days, I mean, they're. Because, of course, because they're a holiday item, they went on clearance the day after the holiday, which, you know, Father's Day. Oh. And, and so by, you know, Wednesday, you know, Monday, they were half off. By Wednesday, they were 70% off. And as of, I went to a couple targets today, they're not even in the system anymore. Because wow. I, I found a huh. couple of the Luke, the Black Series Luke today at target and i took them up and they would not ring up they were like this is not in the system uh wow okay and you know i had the the customer service guy came over and had to look it up on his you know ipad or whatever it is and you know 
it, it, it showed zero. You know, it, the price was zero dollars. So he said, well, I don't think we can sell it to you. And I said, well, it should be on clearance. And so he gave me the the 90% off price. So I got for two to bucks. Oh, uh, that's right. That's the right damn. price. Sounds about right. Right. And, you know, but there were people going and getting price adjustments on this. So, you know, people were getting those retros for three bucks each, you know, earlier this that's week. That's the right price for those. You still know, had the stuff. So whatever. Pick those up. Luckily, again, on the retro and the. The vintage Han is 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 I like you know because I, I I think that's the best of the bunch the vintage collection Han stormtrooper figure um, the Luke looks a little off the black you series got, you got them all yeah yeah the, the paint the paint for the hair on the Luke looks a little bit too fluorescent on the retro one yeah yeah yeah, yeah everyone everyone's got a little bit of a problem the yeah. um. The the retro collection Luke the Kenner copy. Um, also, one other problem I had with him is his foothole pegs are larger than all the other figures, and they're like huh. too big to fit on any of the pegs. But he's not bad. It's just you know that Han really. It's it's. I hate that he can't hold his pistol. I mean, he can't hold his blaster. What? Yeah. And they went with the big head. I mean, well, well that was good. Yeah, that was good. That, Common sense prevailed on that one. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I will always love the small head Han, man. Uh, what are you talking about? I hate that one. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, whatever. The, yeah. The, <laughs> you're wrong, Jason. But, uh, yes, he's wrong. Totally wrong. You know, this is, um, you know, I can, I'm going to edit this. I can edit that out. So Jason, I will be right. Jason, hey, down. I'm glad to hear everybody agrees with me that everybody loves large head Han. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to, Re-release these to like online retailers, I think. Some, I think mean, yeah. that's the rumor. That was the story. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out to a wider retail. And did that come from Hasbro, or did that just come from like a rumor mill? I thought I heard that from Hasbro. No, that was I think when the initial yeah, like other online retailers. So well, maybe, maybe the maybe if they make more of these, they'll um do a little better QC on them and get the figures to hold their blasters tightly. Or the stickers come off easier. Yeah. Yeah, they need that low tack like they used on the vintage cards for all the promotions. Exactly. But, I mean, uh, Adam Paulus on his Entertainment Earth podcast a couple weeks ago sort of vaguely hinted, uh, you know, if you read between the lines, that they would have retro figures uh, at San Diego. Entertainment Earth would have them either an announcement or actually have them. And I, you know, no idea if that's the six that we've already got or new ones or what, but I think that'd be something to watch next month. Yeah. And, you know, they should do the cards a little different just to make everybody who is a completist, unlike me, go out and buy another set. So, uh, and what, Oh, I found the, um, Black Series Greatest Archive Wave 2. Oh, how do you like those? I like them. I mean, they're, mm. you know, the Yoda paint is better. I like having a Biker Scout, uh, you know, on its own, mm-hmm. you know, without the bike and the Anakin and the Darth Maul or the Anakin and the Darth Maul. Um, but, you know, I still like these more on cards than in the boxes. So, yeah. you know, I'm I'm happy with those, but... Yeah, they're out there, and uh, I'm waiting to get my next 
wave of the regular Black Series, the with the Afra and the droids and the what Obi Wan and the Ezra and Chopper. I'm supposed to get those tomorrow in oh. from you know in the mail, but uh, I have not seen. I've seen the two Afra droids. I've got those. I found those at GameStop, but I uh, haven't seen any of the others. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris, what about you? Uh, let's see. I've gotten the Vintage Collection Chewbacca. I, I picked up one of the, uh, the new uh, face-printed Leia's. I haven't opened her up yet. Um, got the Lando from Vintage Collection, the uh, solo movie Lando. Uh, I did pick up the Tarkin uh Vintage Retro Collection uh, set. Uh, pulled out the Tarkin and immediately <laughs> shoved the game into my kid's uh, game box area and uh, brought Tarkin back downstairs. Uh, see, I got a complete uh, vintage speeder bike uh, boxed, uh, instruction manual, and even the individual parts bags were still there. So I got a complete uh, vintage speeder bike, which I've been missing. And uh, my uh, Kickstarter uh, reward for the Hole in the Ground Productions uh, stuff came in. And let's see what else. I got some patches from uh, Dagobah Traders, who's uh, Mike Kurtz, and got about like four or five patches from him, all Royal Guard stuff. And let's see what else. I think that's about it for now, so... Right. I got my last of my celebration stuff that Kurt and Amy still were hanging on to for me. So I picked up a couple of posters, uh, like the Stephen Hayford print that he had available at Celebration. I think it was like Jabba's Palace Break and a couple other um, little Royal Guard things that I had picked up along the way. So I finally have all my Celebration stuff. Okay, cool. Um, as for me, I picked up the retro collection, um, figures at Target. Um, I don't really know what to do with them. Like, they don't really look, they don't display well in my vintage room. Don't do that. Don't put them in. No, I'm not gonna. I'm with you 100%. I have no idea what to do. But they don't really fit in with any kind of thing in my modern. They don't fit with vintage? Yeah. I, I think. Someone give me one of those so I can bite the head off of it. You need to put them, display them with that vintage four pack from the early Power of the Force two days, which I don't display anywhere. So. Exactly. The Tarkin is I like the Tarkin enough. Um, I put them on Tarkin the Death looks Star. good, but it's a it's almost looks like a reaction kind of. Thing. I was gonna say it looks like one. Of, yeah, it doesn't mm. look like a '70s figure. Yeah. No. I tried uh, though. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if this line continues. I don't think they've said, but I'd be shocked if it didn't. Time will tell. I mean, I think you'd have to qualify it as a hit. True. Yeah. Clearly, you clearly sold through because I, I could, I never saw them to well, my life. They were selling them, you know, in the men's wear section. Right. Well, Target. I checked there and I checked the toy section as well. I, Every time I went to Target, I looked just to I see saw, if I could find them. I saw the setup in the menswear, but the figures were all gone except for the Ooh. the target board game was there and the right. the Dag, uh, the Dago, not Dago, uh, the the, the Dianoga battle Luke stormtrooper six inch yeah. figure was there. That's I saw that one all day long. Yeah. Um. 
So I mean, if I'm a target buyer, yeah, I liked this thing. It sold fast. Yeah, I can see these selling. Like, I can see people who hadn't haven't really been collecting or don't, you know, just aren't really involved too much in collecting even vintage figures seeing these for the first time. And be like, oh my god, these were the figures I had when I was a kid. Like, True. And just putting that, turning that light bulb on to where they <clears> want <throat> them. So for that, I can see how they would work. But That's I think the, they need they to improve the packaging. Them. If they want, like, long-term, like, if they, I don't know, I think the packaging needs to improve. And the QC really needs to improve on these. Because if, if the figures can't hold their weapons... Yeah, they kind of phoned that one in, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And well, the apps are yeah. weird. Are you even opening these? I mean, I guess maybe yeah. half, well, half of them won't. But, you know, they're just going to go up on top of their desktop at work or something. And, right. You know. Yeah, I open. you know, I open them because I was, it, I wanted that feeling of opening a vintage figure, like, you know, without the guilt. And it's kind of a disappointing <laughs> thing when they don't hold their weapons. The, yeah. uh, and the capes are a little too big, I think. The vinyl. I capes. think they did that. Well, the the great thing is Hasbro took the time to make these yeah. unmistakably yeah. not. and that's it. that's good. I mean, that is good. Just I suppose good. in the long run, that's good. How did it? How did it feel opening? They out, don't opening smell figures. like vintage figures <sighs> at all. Not even a little bit. So that's why I go to Target and go to the you know the the vinyl um the vinyl uh, uh shower curtains and just mm-hmm. sniff in the aisle. <laughs> Cut little pieces off and take it home with me. Uh, I've got some in my glove box if I have a anchor in. <laughs> All right. Um, other than that, yeah, I picked up the uh, the Stormtrooper Luke, the six inch Black Series figure at Target, and the um, I have the the vintage collection Han Solo figure. Oh yeah, I grabbed him too. Which is a good figure. Going back to the retro figure, doesn't the the stormtroopers sculpt the legs look slightly different, don't they? Or do you Ooh, think it know. looks pretty 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 dead on to the the vintage parrot too? But I'm just yeah, I, you know, I posted on our Facebook page. I posted a long time a, a while back. I posted some comparison pictures. Uh huh. So it definitely looks different. It's good to it's good to, once again it's good that you can easily differentiate. Yeah. I mean, from the from the card back all the way to the figure, there's no mistaking. Yeah. The problem is going to be this. If some dad Weapons. bought Weapons. these for his kids, like, hey, my kids are going to experience, my kid's going to experience the same joy I had on Christmas and, and open a Han Solo figure. Yeah. And then on Christmas, the kid gets a Han Solo. Now, if he's not like, my kid doesn't like Star Wars toys. Like, I, he just doesn't. Understandable. Yeah. But. He's a parent. <laughs> but uh, the kid, kid who like opens the Han one? Solo toy and, uh, puts the blaster and it just does not stay it's just so infuriating that will you know drive that kid away to something else to trucks or hot wheels or something probably yeah but the thing is you can't recreate you know our no our magic of star wars yeah. you know it's nowadays like yeah. most of the time they'll just go uh i'd rather just butts around on your iphone thanks yeah all right Okay, We're all relics of the past, boys. <laughs> on the agenda tonight, um, first let's talk about, not necessarily toy-related, but Galaxy's Edge opened up on uh, May 31st at uh, in Disneyland. I haven't been there, so not much for me to report, and I know none of you guys have been there yet either, right? 
No. No. Tom, looks you cool. plan on visiting? Yeah, no, of course. It it looks fun. I mean, actually, mm. I have a friend that I uh, used to work with. Uh, she has been there. She was there last week, and she said she had a great time. Mm-hmm. So or, I, th- I think it was a couple of weeks ago, but she thought it was great. Um, and uh, I'm a little disappointed that it's pretty much sequel trilogy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be neat to have a Falcon that had like the regular old old school radar dish. But you know, yeah. I get it. I get it. It's Disney. And ever ever know. since I even the concept drawings of Galaxy's Edge to me, it never looked like Star Wars to me. It just doesn't. I don't know. I, it, maybe it's something different when you're there. It's, maybe. The, I, the the planet what is it Batu is that what it is yeah Batu it's got it's its own environment so that's mm-hmm. way that way no one really the thing is no one can complain that it's you know it's not movie accurate Tatooine enough or yeah or whatever like that but yeah I, so I think it was a good good idea to go with something like yeah. that now right but, now you you can only you can only reserve four hours. At a time there, right? Yeah. Now. So if you're going to be pretty there, soon, you're be there for I four heard hours. pretty soon it's going to be a free for all, though. They're going to they're going to oh, stop that's good. the yeah, four that's hours. only for like a month, I think. Yeah, something so, like that. Because if actually, I, s- I would, I would, I would, I would like the four hour window. That way, you don't have a whole lot of people going crazy mm-hmm. all over the place. Once they turn that off, it's going to be. It really is going to be a free for all. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the Holly the Disney World. Uh, the Disney World Park in Orlando is supposed to open on August 29th. And they're not going to have the four-hour window at all. They're just oh. going to right for they're right for the crowds. Well, mm. what they're doing um, was that incorrect? Well, no, that's correct. Ah, okay. Uh, but I mean, but they're catering in a different way. They have the because uh, I adjusted my reservation when I learned about this. They have if you're staying at one of the Disney resorts. You get, you can go to Hollywood Studios, not just the Galaxy. I think Galaxy's Adventure and the Toy Story Land, whatever that is, uh, at six in the morning, and you get three hours before the oh. park opens. Holy smokes! Every day, six in the morning. Six in the morning. So it's they call it extra extra magic hours. So, but well, they better be serving up some extra extra magic coffee or something yeah. like. Yep. So 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. for hotel guests. I think that's through the first week of November. So what? That's the first two months, basically. Wow. Six in the morning, troopers at my door. Fresh Adidas, squeaking crack. Tom, are you times? See, I was going to finish it, but then you distracted me. Yeah, yeah. Iced tea, buddy. Wow. No, excuse me, Ice Cube. My God, no, Ice Tea. I screwed it up. Get your I Ice lo- Tea. I lost all my, my street cred. Ice tea. Um, Confusing me with your speakerphone, there, buddy. Hey, Matt, they've got exclusive figures, six-inch uh, Black Series figures there that we've talked about. I think on the last show, maybe yeah. or the show before, one of the last couple shows. Do you have those now? No, I'll get them when I go to the park. Okay, because people, people are. You can only get them at the park. I can you only get them at galaxy's edge or can you get them like at the the little shopping areas outside of disney i like disney spring you can only get them at the in in the land okay that's what i've heard i don't know if that's true or if anybody's confirmed that or confirmed Uh to be wrong 
I've also heard that eventually they're going to be on the the app, you mm-hmm. know, the Disney Parks app, and you'd be able to order them mm-hmm. even if you're not there. But until okay. they show up on the app, I'll I'll try to get them at the park. Okay, Chris, you got you any plans on going to Galaxy's Edge anytime soon? I will probably try and get to it when we head down for a celebration next year. Like um, everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. So we'll we'll probably maybe try and get down early and hit a couple days there before celebration starts, and then maybe a couple more days after. I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna take the whole family this time to celebration. Oh yeah, kids are gonna love it. Oh yeah. So, now, yeah, am I too? The thing is, I was under the impression. Maybe I'm wrong. There's good. There's a hotel that you can experience this whole thing as well. That's not open yet, is it? No, I don't think so. Right? But that's like yeah. we, they give you like costumes, and you you are in universe when you enter that hotel. That might be creepy. Yeah, that might be a little creepy. Because you're totally immersive. <laughs> you're you're totally immersed in Star Wars. I mean, yeah. you, people are acting like. You know, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be like two grand a night. It's going to be weird. <laughs> I'll go, but yeah, it'll be weird. Yeah. I, yeah. I won't want to go with my family. I think <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my, my kid to see me. Uh, Tom will go with you. I'll go. We can, we can, uh, us play together. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else? Anybody? Anything anybody wants to add about Galaxy's Edge before we move on? Uh, those little animatronic creatures they've got look pretty cool. The salacious crumb that you can get up, put on your shoulder. Oh, that's right. That looks pretty sweet. How, uh, oh, how much does that run? I'm guessing at least a hundred. Okay. And oh, sure. They've got like a build a saber that yeah, you can two, build there for like two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. So Apparently, it you metal? need to be there at the crack of dawn to get one really yeah the that's, line it line fills up as quick as the falcon that's oh, yeah. pretty pricey they must be nice and you've got to buy one apparently i mean it's not like you can go through it and then not buy it i mean you gotta once all those people in line are gonna get it so mm. yeah and the cantina you've seen the, like those mugs that they've been giving uh giving out like the the, the souvenir mugs mm-hmm. evidently really nice um uh ceramic uh mugs but the drink it's like $50 or something that comes to get it. Hmm. Wow. Pricey. Very pricey. And you can buy a droid there, too. Uh, they've got, like, droids you can build and, like... Yeah. Yeah. But they have full, full-size full droids as well if you want to shell like, out that kind of dough. Yeah, for, like, $25,000. Yeah, they've sold five or six, I hear. Wow. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Tom, are you building? You're building your own R2L. How long have I it, been saying that? It's going to cost I, you less than twenty five thousand dollars to build it. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because uh, I've got most of the parts already. Yeah. I'm just, I just need to get them off my butt. I've had the parts in this droid half built sitting here for mm. at least five years. So. So would you think since they're charging, you can buy the full size? It was an well, R2L. The thing is, I don't think the, the great thing about building a droid is you can put whatever you want in it. You can mm-hmm. have it as articulated or not as articulated as you want. Yeah. This gives you a pretty limited... I don't even know if it's... Is it remote control or is it just kind of a static droid? I don't know anything about it. I have to admit. I thought I heard it was I remote control. I think controlled. it's got to move for that price. Well, hopefully well, it's got... it needs to get you a beer and a lot of other and things your, uh, for your, that price. The dome probably rotates. That stupid Hasbro one never worked. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was supposed to bring beer. Oh, yeah. I have that one sitting to me, right next to me right now. For $25,000, you'd think it'd make beer for you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, interesting. Probably not all that. Because the great thing about droid builders is they they go for accuracy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, you know, and no one really, as far as retail goes, no one's really nailed it yet or the smaller versions or the full-size versions. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the only way you're really going to get what you want is to just build it yourself. And that's not easy to do because you have to wait and all that good stuff. But uh-huh. yeah, I'd like to take a look at it, though. I'll, I'll try to when I'm down there. Yeah. Yep. All right. Okay, and... Celebration Anaheim 2020 was announced uh, just, well, the uh, tickets at least went on sale just just last week. Um, As we're recording this, it's uh, June 23rd. So Anaheim 2020, August 27th through 30th. Um, My understanding is that four-day tickets are already sold out. Saturday tickets are already sold out. Um, that's, that's kids. Four days are sold out. Kids, four days are sold out. Yeah, I believe so. so. By the time you're listening to this, if you haven't bought your tickets, um, you're screwed. Yeah, pretty much. You can go on Sunday, or I imagine that's... Friday will be the next one to sell out. Ah, uh, what a disaster! And it was such a small window, though, on a Friday. Yeah, I you would know, imagine I... most people were working during that time. So mm-hmm. that, this this must be incredibly. Uh, frustrating for a lot of people yeah i remember when they would announce a celebration and i'd usually think it over for a couple of weeks to try to decide if i was going or not and i'd usually think about it well the Do thing I is you had the luxury to... of thinking about it yeah over. now it's like uh well wasn't the last anaheim so what's that 2015 wasn't that the first one that even had that sold out like at even a day yeah it completely sold out because um I remember I went and my wife didn't want to go. She just went to Disneyland mm-hmm. while I was there. Right. And then she changed her mind and she wanted to go. And, like, the tickets were all sold out. So we had to – I don't know how we finagled the ticket for her, but it was – I remember it was a hassle. So, well, no more waiting around. I guess the the days of thinking about it are over. <laughs> Um, no, uh, Chicago, it, it sold out the four day pass, I believe, in the first week. Okay. And I think that's the end of being able to wait any amount of time. Mm-hmm. The first week. And then this time around, it's 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 a few hours. So 45 minutes. Holy crap. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. So is it too soon for another celebration or do you think one a year is a good idea? No, it's a bad idea. Bad idea. A little soon. Mm-hmm. Matt? Um, well, clearly they won't think it's a bad idea because they sold out mm-hmm. in 45 minutes. Right. Uh, if it had been like overseas, that would have been like, okay, this makes sense. But, I mean, just, you know, a year and a half apart, it's. I think they're trying to get on a schedule where they're going to do, you know, D23 and then the next year's celebration. And, you know, every August they've got a convention there. Yes. Yes. And so they had uh, they either had to go three years or one year, you know, to get it onto that schedule. And they'd rather only, you know, they'd rather have more than less, I'm sure. Hmm. So, you know, I'll go, you know, whatever. I'm sure by the time it rolls around, 
Chicago will be a distant memory, and yeah, I'll be ready. But yeah, right now it seems kind of soon. But after this week dies down and all this excitement about buying tickets and trying to get your hotel, most people aren't even going to think about it for another year. Yeah, well, not on that Facebook page. You well, no, no, constant a, questions about stuff. Like, if, you, they, if you guys live, have you never left your house, people? What the hell's wrong with you? Get it figured out. It's not a big deal. It's not a launch to Mars. You're just going to Anaheim. Chris, are you going? You big dummies. Yeah, I, I'm going. Um, went to get my tickets right away at nine o'clock. Sat for twenty minutes in the queue. And got tickets for myself, my wife, and my kids. Right on, right on. All right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna pass this year, or next year, I should say. Well, if you, <laughs> if you didn't have that, if you didn't have that 45 minutes, you're gonna have to pass anyway. Yeah. Um, but you know, but, we have yeah. a baby coming in October, and I yeah. just, I'm just not ready to make any plans for a while. Sling that, sling, sling that kid on your back and go to celebration. Come on. Yeah. Maybe I can get this one to actually like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> try, try again. <laughs> right. All right. See, don't let them play with the Star Wars toys. Right. And then they'll want it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was so worried that when my son was born that he'd not just want to play with my Star toys, but that he would be getting into them and wrecking them and, you know, doing all kinds of you know, bad things to them. But he has zero interest. Like, he won't even reach for them. He, he'd rather, you know, there's a million other things he'd rather do. So it's the way it goes. All right. Um, let's see. Next, uh, Star Wars, the Vintage Collection Archive Edition book on Kickstarter by Blue Milk. This uh, was just announced, or actually went up on Kickstarter a couple weeks ago. This is a this is a book kind of in the style of the Steve Sansweet. Um, what was his book called? It came out like around 1998. Um, Action figure archive. Yes, um, vi- very similar layout, but this book will cover the vintage, the modern vintage collection. Is that an oxymoron? Modern vintage collection figures from Hasbro, so 2010 through whatever, 2019. And also they're going to look back at some of the original trilogy the collection figures. Yeah. BTSC and uh, BT. Uh, yep. Saga collection and uh, the anniversary collection. Yeah. Um, so this looks like a pretty comprehensive book. Got the it's going to cover the figures, the vehicles, the playsets. Not that there's many uh, playsets at least. Um, right now, the Kickstarter is at a hundred and thirty-eight thousand three hundred seventy-four dollars pledged. That was from the original goal. That was only fifty thousand dollars. So they've way surpassed the original goal. There's eleven hundred backers. There's twenty-one days to go at the time we're recording. Uh, Sunday, July 14th is your last day to order this book. Um, and they have a bunch of stretch goals that I think they've met most of them. Um, there was, uh, let's see. What were some of the, some of the stretch goals were, um, adding like the BOTC line. Yeah. Um, three panel fold out with the Millennium Falcon and and Java sail barge. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you're going to print, uh, send prints of the between chapter arts from people like, uh, what's his name? Um, Kim Simmons. Kim Sergeant Simmons. That's great. He's redoing his. Um, He's redoing some stuff, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, Kim yeah. Simmons, too, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think uh, in the, the team involved in this is Daryl DePriest, formerly of Hasbro. He was the Star Wars team. He was the Star Wars brand manager, I believe, for about four, what, maybe five or six years. Several yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rich a lot. And then D. Martin Myatt, he's a um, longtime Rebel Scum contributor. I believe he's done most of the photography on Rebel Scum. So I'm I'm guessing he's going to be doing a lot of the not some yeah. some of the photography as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So yeah. So anyways, this looks like a pretty cool book. Um, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm in for it. I like it. Uh, Matt, your thoughts on this? I think it looks great. Um, you know, I'm all over these kind of books. So, you know, the second I saw it, I was, you know, I was going to back it. Um, I'm really surprised at how quickly it got to, you know, all of those stretch goals. I mean, what was it like mm-hmm. $90,000 in the first weekend or something like that? Yeah. Uh, just, you know, rem- uh, remarkable. Um, I hope it's as good as it looks like it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I trust the guys who are involved, you know, to the extent that I know them. And, you know, they certainly, you know, having, you know, Kim Simmons and Daryl DePriest, I mean, you've got a good, um, what do you want to call it? But, you know, uh, credibility, they add a lot yeah. of credibility to the, to the project. So, yeah. um, you know. Yeah, I hope they meet as many of the stretch goals as as possible. Um, I mean, they hit all the ones that I'm really interested in. Although I, I guess if they get to two hundred grand, there's a you get a digital version of the book. Yeah, which would seem to me to be like one of the first goals because yeah, it costs that's, that's cheap for them to give away. Um, yeah, but uh, whatever. I mean, that would be nice. But if, I mean, you know, they're like the figure matrix and the part on the unproduced items and all that. That's already they've already reached those levels. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm I'm real excited, and I hope you know it's supposed to be. I guess by the end of the year, it's supposed to be out. I hope they. Yeah, you know, by before Christmas. Yeah, so I hope that's you know accurate, and I hope it is uh, what what we all want it to be. So. Right. One of the stretch goals at 175,000, which they haven't reached yet, is um, a three-coin set, and the coins are for Slave One, Jabba the Hut, and Jabba's Sail Barge. Um, now, making a reference book, I can, you know, is is the legal issues are, you know, pretty clear. But I, once you start actually producing coins and stuff, I wonder they they would have to get licensing from. Lucasfilm and possibly and Hasbro. Hasbro. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know the legal issues. I'm sure, you know, these, this team, I, I'm pretty I sure mean, they, they did. That was... so I'm sure they figured it out, but I just think it's interesting that they would actually be making coins. Yeah. They, they, they held off on announcing that one. So maybe they were getting mm-hmm. permission or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I'm not a coin guy, you know, I'm not real, you know, crazy about those. So that's, yeah. yeah, and I look at it, go. It's like, well, the coins were for figures, and two of these are vehicles. But mm-hmm. you know, well, we'll see. You know, they'll yeah. probably get to that. So, yeah. 
Uh, Chris, are you in on this book? I haven't yet, but I'm planning on it. It's okay. just, it's so right up my alley of the things that I like. Uh, my, about the only criticism of it I've, can come up with is I would love to see it done in a format where you can add pages to the book uh, because the second it's published, it's going to be out of date. I mean, it's going to come out. Basically they're probably going to have to be finalized before force Friday and everything for vintage collection. That's going to come out post force Friday is Mm -hmm. or triple force Friday. It's going to not, it's going to be missing. And that's one of my fundamental problems with printed books that are for collections like this is the second they're published, they're out of date, unless you're dealing with a finite collection that's already ended. Right. Well, maybe but volume two. Beyond that criticism, <laughs> I, it's fantastic. I'm excited about it. Um, very excited to see the, uh, the the unproduced items that never made it to retail. Very curious to see what's in that. Um, and then I guess like the next goal that they're working towards is the second poster by Ken Simmons, the one with the env- different environments, and he'll pose it with the, the vintage figures. Yeah. Oh, here's another interesting little tidbit I was noticing in there. There's a photo of Ken Simmons recreating the original like cardback photograph yes. with the yellow. Yes. Yep. You look cool. at all the figures in there. One of them is not from the vintage collection. Ooh, let me look. I'm going to tell you which one. The Jawa. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. the one we have we have never gotten a Jawa on a vintage card for three and three quarter. Right. Well, that could change. I hope that changes soon. Now, if he does the environment poster, there's a lot there's a lot of those figures that have never been on vintage cards. So I guess they're going to fudge it a little bit and just use other Hasbro figures. Well, I don't know if he'll necessarily use the exact same figures. It sounds like oh. some of the original props that he actually used for that photo that uh-huh. he'll be able to reuse. So I don't know oh. if they're going to go for straight up exact figures or just recreating the. Oh, because I was thinking he would go figure for figure, but but you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, you collect none of this stuff, I'm guessing. No, no, no. It's a it's a neat idea, but I I've got books yeah. and books of vintage that'll yeah. Like uh, like Chris said, you know, my books are finite, which is nice. Right. It's all done. I can I can go back and look at any time, but interesting idea. I mean, you know, that's a, that's the that's the peril of buying books. It's yeah. true. Once uh, once once you get it, it's already out of date. If this Kickstarter goes anything like the barge went, then this may really skyrocket on the last two or three days as far as pledges. Well, I don't know if it's going to skyrocket as much as the barge did. Barge just took off ridiculously. I mean, this thing has already met its goal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not astronomically expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, plopping down 60 bucks for a book, while not a cheap book, is not a bank-breaking uh, expenditure for most collectors. Yeah. Whereas $500 is a big chunk to chew off. Yeah, that, yeah. good point. That said, there probably will be a rush at the end of people yeah. not wanting yeah. this out. Right, and uh, immediately followed by the people like, "Where? Uh, why didn't I get a book? Yeah, right. Where could I have gotten this? That's not fair. Right. How come I didn't know about this? But then again, they haven't said that they won't make more if... That's true. I mean, Hasbro is pretty clear about we're not selling anymore if we, we make this. Yeah. That, that, that is true. 
Yeah, but if you ask people for to do something on Kickstarter, don't you kind of is it not implied that that it's a limited thing, or maybe not? Maybe no. not. Maybe I'm wrong. Usually, uh, the Kickstarter is to get their business started so they That's, can okay more right. items. So yeah. and you'll get you'll get an extra incentive to be one of the Kickstarters. Yeah. And and going to what Chris said, you know, if if it it will be outdated by October or whenever the next the next figures come out. I don't want to buy an updated edition with like five extra pages next year. Yeah. Well, what would be really cool is if they were able to get some of the the production figures for because uh, Triple Force mm-hmm. Friday is what October. Yeah, October fourth, I believe. I wonder if they'll be able to because because he has such tight connections with Hasbro. He, right. And the book mm-hmm. won't be published until December. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to be able to get their hands on some of those figures for uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hey, that would be a huge surprise, and people would be really yeah. stoked about that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Moving along. Uh, the main the main topic of tonight's show, what we've all been dying to talk about, uh, <laughs> continuing our journey through vintage Kenner toys. Um, I think last time we talked about the uh, final figures of the Power of the Force from the late 84, early 85 era figures from Kenner. Now it's on to the vehicles that came out around the same time. So here we go. Vintage Kenner, Power of the Force, Star Wars vehicles. And I'm get you know, these came out around 84, late, late 84 or, or through 85. Don't remember seeing much of this stuff on the shelf, if any of it really. But it was there. Um, here we go. The first thing on the list is the Imperial Sniper. Yes. These are kind of referred to, I don't think it's on the packaging, but they're kind of referred to as body rigs because they kind of clamp onto the figure. Um, anyways, Tom, I'll start with you. No. <laughs> You're going to hear that a lot today. No. No. Does I it don't even look like a Star Wars these? toy to you? No, it doesn't. It's weird. These were actually, I mean, when they're when they're attached to the figures, you know, these remind me of those '96, maybe '95, '96. Those weird, uh, yeah, those oh, weird. You stole my thing, Tom. Oh, sorry. Now man has <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nothing totally to talk do. about. I got nothing now. <laughs> they totally do now. So you can elaborate, but uh, um, yeah, I think. Uh, I think Matt can tell you a little bit more, but as far as all these, let's just cut to the chase, Jason. I never saw these. I never had these. I never knew anybody who had these. And this was this was really I was I was already on the way out of that of that room. Yeah. I had never so. seen this until the nineties. Yeah. I, and and it wasn't even until the two thousands that I saw one in person. To be honest with you, I didn't even know these existed until like I saw them at, at um Gus's. Yeah, same or, here. I I saw these at Gus's. Gus Lopez, yeah. because he has everything from the vin, from the vintage line on card or box at his house. So that's but, where uh, I saw these the first time. You know, I, I wasn't time. really collecting toys and stuff back then. But if I would have seen these and I had the option of getting them, I probably I would. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what this thing is supposed to do. Does it? It flies around with an Imperial trooper. I, and shoots, and it's a sniper. The top, the top looks like something that you would get out of uh, like a premium of a cereal box. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the bottom, who knows what the hell that is. It's just a disaster. It looks like a part from some like other toy that they just... like they pulled a out of just, a better yeah. vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenner, yeah. Kenner, we hardly knew ye. Yeah. Man, the Star Wars, the Star Wars line was, it, it was hurting. It was hurting. Yeah. Um, and if you're curious to what the vehicles look like, if you haven't seen these, um, don't bother. A good reference is uh, the SWCA.com. Yeah. That's the uh, links that we're using for the show to talk about the vehicles. So it's a great site, and they have everything, including these. These they are do. probably Gus's. They are. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt. Okay. Uh, yes. I never saw these. By the time 1985 rolled around, I had migrated over to the Lego aisle or the Apple video game aisle at Toys R Us. So you were into Apple video games? Good for you, man. Well, that's you know you you You'd have to talk about that on another podcast. Yeah, this <laughs> this one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that'd be more interesting than talking about these pieces of shit. I can actually talk uh, about well, video man, games I could better get than this. Runner. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I mean, I was not, I probably, um, I may not have seen them until I got the, the aforementioned Sand Suite action figure archive. I don't know if I, I mean, I might have saw them on like, you know, some random website in the late mid nineties or something, but I, I never saw them in person, uh, until a long time after. And now when you see them, they're all, the bubbles are always so badly yellow. Yellowed. I mean, and nothing yeah. carded anything look worse than a really, really yellow bubble. Um, but, um, yeah, I think it's sort of interesting that the Power of the Force line ended with these body rigs or whatever they call them and then began again 10 years later with body rigs, basically. You know, That's when a they- good point. You know, and they weren't any better. They weren't any better. weren't They were almost almost seems like they were reused, but weren't. But I mean, they're certainly you know, each one of these looks like one that came out ten years later. You know, mm-hmm. the security scout looks like the thing that came with the crowd control stormtrooper, and the yeah. sand skimmer looks like the one that came with Luke. Um, so. You know, whatever. I'm, you know, I'm sure some kids somewhere had fun with this, and God bless them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's not like I said; it was after my time, and they, I don't see the play value in these. I mean, and I like the mini rigs. I'm a, I will, I am no, a diehard yeah. defender of the original, especially the yeah. first few mini rigs. Uh, but these just, I don't see the play fun. These look like dollar store rack toys. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But. um one thing, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give them credit where credit's due. All of the power of the force stuff, boxed vehicles had great art. Um, you know, whoever was, was, was doing that at, at Kenner, you know, deserved a raise because they've, they've all got interesting art on them. So even, you know, they thought that's how they could sell them because maybe, the toys maybe, were lackluster. Maybe, but yeah. So didn't see it back then. I will say this: the sniper vehicle of all of these, if I could have one, it would be the sniper vehicle. I heard that the uh, 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 Kenner was so um, bitter about leaving the Star Wars franchise that they used uh, lead paint in these. 
That's that's not true. And no and and, and, and no kids were harmed because no kids bought these. <laughs> right. Every, everybody everybody came out fine. All right, let's move. Oh, sorry, Chris. I forgot uh, to ask you. What yeah, are you thinking about this? So I played Chris, a lot. What did you possibly man? add to this turn? I was just gonna say I played a lot of Taxman on the Apple IIe, which is a no- oh, knockoff yeah, that's a Taxman. Good one. And sure, yeah, that was okay. We could definitely talk some Apple games uh, better than Wait. this. Uh, this right. reminds me of the little mini type rigs that GI Joe was putting out around this time or just after this time, like the Trouble Bubble or other little personal flying rigs. I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is so stripped down. I mean, I'd like at least the sand skimmer. I can see some echo of a barge or skiff. Oh, we're not there yet. Uh, yeah, don't get ahead of us. Really, we're jumping. We're not covering them all at one blow. That's uh, how we do this show: one at a time. Uh, one, pain, one, one painfully painful item at a time. I'm, I'm seeing like maybe uh, was it the bird of prey from Star Trek on top of the? Oh, yeah, the sniper? I see that too. Yeah, and the, I guess the wings on that fold. Uh, I don't know what this is. And you I, know, for the vintage run, I'd always heard George Lucas was very protective of what they were putting out as toys and and reviewed everything. Um, I can't imagine he looked at any of this stuff, any of these body rigs, and said, "Oh yeah, that's that's the one. Make that." He was probably checked out by He then. was probably just checking to make sure they were writing his name properly on those checks. Yeah. Um, okay. Next next we have the one man sand skimmer. Um I think I would pick this one if I could only pick one. Yeah. Because it does have it has It's reminiscent a, of something. Very re- yeah, I, I, I can kinda see a little bit of Jabba's Sail barge on it a little maybe, right? These no. look like kit bash toys. Is that where the fin the, from where his the barge? New, these look like kit bash toys where the uh, the new toy designer came up and said, "Well, we can try this and see what happens." Mm-hmm. And uh, that guy lost his job. Yeah. Yeah, this is almost like you need the uh, the bazooka Leia kit bash oh, yeah. thing that they had. This is yeah. Is this sand skimmer? Is that like one of the rudders from the sail barge, just painted red? It kind of looks like it. Well, I think you're right. <laughs> wow. Oh. I've... A lot of turd polishing right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Anyone have anything to say about this? No, one? I've got nah. nothing. It. Uh, no. They've got unique that, art on the that thing fire. No, it doesn't fire. It doesn't uh, do anything. This is the worst vintage show ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, folks, this is well, the, bottom of, the, the, this is the bottom of the bottom of the barrel. This isn't the bottom of the barrel. This is we kicked the barrel over and looked under. This is. <laughs> Take a shovel, buddy. You're gonna need. Yeah. What were you, you saying, know, Matt? I'm sorry. I cut my you long, off. My long-term goal is to collect a loose sample of every item of the vintage line. I have all the figures now in most of the vehicles. I don't know when I will ever get around to these. Are these hard to get? I don't know. 
I'm, I, I just went on eBay. And? <laughs> How's it look? Well, I'm uh, I'm pulling over. Ah. I'm trying to type with one finger. <laughs> look up sniper. Well, I type sand skimmer, and the first thing that on top is the first thing that pops up is some sort of women's leggings. And then you a, know, I would buy win, women's leggings over the sand skimmer. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm going to type Star Wars sand skimmer, and the just the base is there's a one for sale for thirty two. Oh, a uh, sealed sand skimmer listed for two hundred sixty dollars, thirty thirty percent, thirty five percent off, ten dollars shipping. You can get a yeah. tri logo, which is in a box, for buy it now of twenty two ninety nine. Wow, oh, that's pretty cheap. Yeah. Oh no, that's for the acrylic display case. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, these are, these are these are dismal. I'm who's who's paying that for those? Sir, certainly this? not me. Yeah, the completist. Yeah, the vintage completist for sure. They got to get these. Yeah, they're selling. Bastards. On the card, they're selling for between one fifty and two. Wow. Okay, so as far as vintage goes, they're cheap. You think? You can't buy many complete sealed. I can't imagine Star Wars that these are. That there's got to be these got these have to be plentiful. Yeah, I imagine. I, I just don't who remember. I don't remember I never, seeing them. I never I just, knew anybody who had these. I it's end of the line them. syndrome. They probably weren't heavily manufactured, and there's just not a lot. I'm I'm seeing a card back, just card back, selling for forty four dollars. Plus, yeah, all, what ship. was the Ross equivalent of 1985? That's where they all went. Yeah. Was there a Ross in 1985? I don't think so. No, I think there might have been. There, there might have been. KB. But it wasn't they were buying the all that closeout stuff. Uh. Was it those stores where, like, you uh, traded in the green stamps that you'd get at the grocery store? My grandma did that. Green stamps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Maybe that you'd was put, an You'd make books, you'd get books, that. and you'd, you'd fill the books with the stamps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. My grandma did that. I don't know. You get. We had a store get... downtown that was just where you came with the books, and the only you could only buy things in the store with those books. Oh, wow. That sounds about right. So how many green how many green stamps for a one man sand skimmer? Five. Five. Ten. Ten. Okay. Okay. Next next item on the list is the wow. security scout. This looks maybe an Endor type thing. I don't know. Is this for is this for the rebels to use? Maybe. It shows Luke and Leia on the card back. Okay. So this looks like somebody took another piece out of a different vehicle and called it a security scout. It doesn't even look like it has an engine that could this, make this it disaster. work. Like, how does this thing... Is there an engine on it? How does it, does it fly? In how the did these things make it to production is my question. Uh, <laughs> these are awful. This is really. This These is the, probably well, the worst. Jason, you vehicle. were theorizing before we recorded that it had to do with GI Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. It was a I line think. that I was not. I watched the show, but I never had the toys. Yeah, and this is why Hasbro now owns Kenner <laughs> because <laughs> Hasbro was doing amazing things in 1985 with GI Joe and Kenner. I don't know what they're doing. Well, Kenner had the. They were doing Ghostbusters stuff later on. Not they were doing. They were still on. They were still doing well. Were they? I don't know. 
know. There's a reason Hasbro owns Kenner, I think. It's probably because of this particular toy. <laughs> <laughs> the security scout. It's uh yeah. Star Wars I think line Tonka was bought a Kenner setting. and then Hasbro bought Tonka. I think that's actually what happened. There's nothing good you can I'm not say about these things. No, there's nothing really good to say about it. If you were into G.I. Joe, I could see you maybe using this for G.I. Joe, except the G.I. Joe items of similar price points were just way cooler. The little yeah. battle And they were detailed. Backs. I mean, they were kind yeah. of real world, yeah. you know, things. This was just like, what is this? Yeah. Little bits of plastic that look like sort of something. Yeah. I, yeah. I really think the Security Scout is the, I think now that we've gone through every vehicle, uh, we haven't it, talked about droids and Ewoks yet, but I think this is the worst uh, vintage item. It's pretty just lazy. To, just to ask a question to prove that we're all totally ignorant on what we're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does anybody know what the price on these was? I couldn't tell you. $2.78. That was a figure, though. I can't I would, imagine this being that much money. There's not that much more plastic, and it's on a looks it's like the about car. the same size as the figure. Oh, hey, I'm looking at the uh, mark. Seven bucks. I don't know. Well, okay, I'm looking at yeah. the mark. I've got the. I just pulled out the Mark Belomo action figure. <clears throat> ultimate or Ultimate Guide to Vintage Star Wars action figures from Mark Belomo that he published, and he has the original. He says original retail price average. He has four ninety nine for all three of these. There is yeah, no way I would pick one of these a figure, uh, one of these over a figure. No, no, Mm-mm. no. Five well, bucks. The figures for this. were three, and by this yeah. time the figures were being clearanced out the back door. I mean, 1985, you could get a Cobra Claw for for the same price, and for those who collect GI Joe back then, you know how way cooler that is than this. So these are awful. Mm. Well, somebody loves this toy. Someone no. got this when they were four, and they love it, and they have vowed to never listen to this podcast again. If someone, if someone loved these, I, I want to <laughs> hear. We want to hear from you. We really do. You know that yeah. sand you know, It's Tom. almost like it comes from Flash Gordon, the movie back in the eighties. Uh, you could just Only... totally see <laughs> Flash Gordon. Well, right that's an, that's an insult insult to Flash Gordon, but I can see where you're coming from. Well, yeah, no. Don't they? Yeah. Black Rat, <laughs> something like that. Hey, I'm digging for anything to say about these I things. I just saw it the other day, so I'm be like, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm all for content, Chris. <laughs> okay, moving on. We got. Yeah. Oh, God, we're still moving on? There's yes, more? Yes, there's more. Okay, the Ewok Battle Wagon. Okay, well, this is better. It's a little heftier. Um, apparently, this was featured on the Ewoks uh, Saturday morning cartoon, which I've I've seen a few episodes of that. I don't remember seeing the battle wagon, but... Well, at least um, this has some playability, for crying out loud. Yeah, so this was actually in the 10th episode of Ewoks. The episode is called Wicket's Wagon. So this actually was in a Lucasfilm, you know, official cartoon. So this was based off of something... My I, the first time I ever knew about this the battle wagon was around 1995, and I was living in Nashville, Tennessee at the time. And there was this collector store called Collectors Corner, and there were a few Star Wars collectors that I was hanging out with there. And one guy was buying the Ewok battle wagon, and there was another guy making fun of him. He's like, "You're buying that?" And he's like laughing at him. And he's like, "Well, I've got everything else. There's not much left to collect." 
and that was my first ever time I ever saw one of these or knew existed. So I did see one in person around 1995. I think Lynn's Toys Table had a few of these. Mm. This actually has some decent play features. It has an upper level you can set up uh, figures on. And I guess you can take it apart and use it for a fort. Mm. You can take the walls off of the wagon and kind of set it up as like an Ewok fort. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, so it does have a little more play value than what we ju- the other things we just talked about. Um, it's got a big giant skull. I'm not sure if that's... A... I think sticks and rocks have better play value than what we just, just discussed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting that this isn't part of the Ewoks line, though. This is actually a Power of the Force item. So... Huh. Yeah. Well, the Ewoks line hadn't started yet, right? Yeah, right. You're right, but but the but it's based on something from the cartoon. So was the know. cartoon on? When did when was the cartoon on? So the cartoon, I believe, started fall of '85. Okay. So around the time of this. So maybe it yeah. was. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they had planned this and like you said and just um. There's a giant skull on top of it. I'm not sure what uh, the skull is from. Supposed to be Bantha. Bantha? Are there Banthas on on Endor? Well, that was one of the things. It's like somebody pointed that out somewhere. Yeah, but Banthas don't have those kind of horns, do they? And that's those tusks. That's pretty big for a Bantha. Unless they're bigger Banthas. But everything in Star Wars goes back to Tatooine. Mm, That's true. Tatooine is Planet of Destiny. Um, Matt, do you have this? I had the Robin Hood version. Oh, okay. No, so I didn't know that. Is this one of the things they re-released for Robin Hood? They did Hood? re-release this in Robin Hood. Did with it have the, the big with... Bantha skull on top? Um, no. Oh. I just made that up. I mean, I... <laughs> you didn't have one? I did not have one, but it was in the Robin Hood line. <laughs> okay, and it's I too mean, bad it's Ryan wasn't here. because I'm looking at the Robin Hood box now on the archive. Oh. Okay. So and does it, the Robin Hood version have the skull? No, it does not. What is, so does it have anything thing on top skull? or what? Yeah, it looks like it's got a catapult on top. It looks like a Flintstone oh. vehicle if you take the skull off of it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how is this thing powered? How did the Ewoks get this to go? Does it get Mad pulled? magic of the Bantha skull on top. Slave Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was the bad guys in that show? Dulocks? Dulocks. Yeah, Dulock prisoners. It was powered by the shitness of the toy itself. This <laughs> <laughs> is awful. So, it, I wish Ryan was on. If Ryan, you know, Ryan collects the Robin Hood stuff, too, a little bit. Or he seems to know about it a little bit more. Just bet he wasn't on to give us more background on that. I and think, also, I think Amy, everybody saw the list and went, Ooh, yeah, I, I got something Amy to do. was going to be on tonight. She couldn't make it, but she actually does have this. Yeah, she could have added... Damn it, Amy. Mm-hmm. Whatever. She's an Ewok collector. She is. Maybe she could explain how this thing operates. Chris? That was our only hope. You've been pretty silent. What's your uh, thought on the battle wagon? Um, it, it's a step up from what we were just talking about, but not a big step up. Uh, really boxy. And, I mean, Probably the thing that's most intriguing to me is actually the art that they've been doing on the packaging for these. And... The best example, yeah. they haven't gotten to yet, but it, they're putting some effort into the artwork. I guess they're not putting the effort into the toys, but the artwork, you know, there's some effort, you know. The I, artwork I see, does look good. 
we got Wicked and uh, was that Logre up in the skull and uh, Tebow's right in the front, riding on top of the uh, battering ram, and then three you know, PO's back there in the cage. I guess these are further adventures. It's of, hard to uh, tell. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I dig in the the packaging that they're doing with it, but. Too bad the product. It's just it's so boxy and square, and and it has little detail. I mean, maybe it's just the bad photography, the photography that I'm looking at, I don't, that makes it look very undetailed. But it doesn't look like Star Wars. I mean, you put this out by itself along with a lineup of other toys from that era, man. I would not have pegged this as a Star Wars toy. No, I would say like Dungeons and Dragons or something. Oh, good point. Yeah, that would have actually been perfect for that that toy collection. Mm-hmm. Can I say one more thing before we move on here? Yeah. As I'm learning, this Please. is a learning podcast. The um, you know, back to the point about it's an Ewoks toy, but it's in the Power of the Force box. Um, mm-hmm. Just looking around on the internet, the the paperwork, the instructions inside, were uh, our Ewok. Mm. It's from the Ewoks line. Well, that's confusing. That so, is really confusing. <laughs> were they not sure? <laughs> or, you know, they made the box and then... I don't know. I thought the, con- I thought the confusion ended on why they, bought, they made this in the first place, but I guess the confusion just carries on. Interesting. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. Matt was nice enough to send us an image. Yeah, it must have been during a transition time when they were switching over the lines when that actually got sent to market, and they just... Yeah, no, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yep, and they're reminding us that they still really do care. No, they don't. At this point, they they didn't. (laughs) Despite what you see on the shelves... um... All right, <laughs> and the final uh, the final item we're going to talk about tonight is the uh, is the Tatooine skiff. Um, well, there's a toy. This is actually a very beautiful vehicle. Uh, yeah. I these are quite um, pricey these days, and they've been pricey for a while. But this is a beautiful item. I don't have one, but I would love to have this for my years. This is Kenner's swan song. Yeah, this is a good way to. I mean, if this they're going out, this is a good one. There is droids and Ewoks, of, you know, still, but yeah, we'll pretend. We'll pretend for right now there's not. Um, it's pretty yeah. depressing. The Tatooine skiff is great. Nice. This was re-released a couple times in the modern line. They yeah. reused the mold, and they did a pretty good job. They um, didn't need to the improve it. They changed the peg hole size on the plank, but I think other than that, it's pretty much it's pretty the accurate, same really. Item, yeah, it's really good. It's really nice, and the artwork looks great. They're doing a new modern version of this that's coming out later this summer. That would make and sense. Yeah, that does make sense. But what doesn't make sense to me is that they're not using this beautiful box design for it. Yeah, that makes that's dumb. Yeah. I mean, they have such a great design. Why wouldn't they? With the barge on it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. So I I can't figure out why they would not do that for the modern line. That, but you know, not my call. So, um, Tom, I know you've said a lot of 
you know, unflattering things about the past few items, like we all have. But what no, about this, this is this is good. I like. I I think I had one of these, the the newer. No, mm-hmm. I didn't. I had. Uh, I saw this and I wanted to get one, but mm-hmm. they were still pretty hot. I think uh, this this uh, when they re-released it, folks were thinking that you know, I didn't get the one when I was from '85, so I better pick this one up. This one was pretty hard to find in the later. In no, the later we, version, if I remember correctly, I, yeah, only I remember saw it was once. a Target exclusive. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then it was later repacked with the Sarlacc Pit, also at Target. And then oh. on one of those Ultimate Battle Packs. Yeah. Yeah. That was like. What 07. year was that? I would have been 06 or 07. I think yeah, 06. Yeah, that sounds about right. The Target pack with the Sar with the Sar with the actual Sarlacc. I thought pit. it was released before that. Hmm. The, yeah, well, t- I think the, I think they well, I think skiff only. Yeah, I think the skiff only was released around what 2002 or 2000. 2000. Okay, that's, so that's when Tom's I was still of. collecting. And the then they honor. re-released it around the same time that they re-released the large homestead, homestead, which was what around 2008. I think it was. I think it was. It was either seven or eight. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, it came with the that blue terrible... box or the. It wasn't part of Legacy. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if it was Legacy or 30th Anniversary Collection. Yeah, and it came with a Sarlacc, which is, eh, the quality of the Sarlacc is debatable. <laughs> Anyways, let's not talk about Well, that those. book that came with it in the battle pack was yeah, horrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, this looks Matt, incredibly fragile. The... Matt, do you have the original vintage Tatooine skiff? No, I never had. I didn't get a skiff until 2000 when they okay. re-released it. So, do you plan on picking one of these up at some point? Yes, but they are expensive, and it would be, you know, I have a lot of vintage vehicle, you know, to try to get, you know, a nice yeah. box and all that. This would be a one of the later ones, I'm sure, harder to find. Yeah. yeah. This toy looks like it's very fragile. Is it? It always was. That's what I'm. Yeah, I know that yeah. the new one was fragile, and they apparently the old one was too. <laughs> yeah, the legs yeah. underneath look fragile. The little spike coming off the the side fin looks super easy to break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, failings. Yeah. yeah, and I notice on my mod, and I have the the modern one, the the re-release, the, yep. the little the little shifters that the the guy holds who's ever piloting it, the those have some kind of have stress marks on them. Now I don't I haven't seen the vintage one up close in a while, so I'm not sure if the vintage ones did the same thing. But um, because there's a mechanism where if you if you if you push the lever where the pilot is, the um, those landing gear things fold out, mm. and I think it's a little stressful on the uh, plastic when that when that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this is a real. This looks really nice. I I hope I hope to one day get one of these. After I get my uh, sands. Was this the last vehicle that they re- they they released? Right. As far as power of the force, but you know they went on with droids well, and uh, yeah. Ewoks. I mean, do you count the A wing? Right. So the A wing is a droids. It's in the droids vehicle. box, and I guess it yeah. was in the show. Yeah, it was. So. On some on a future show, we'll talk about the droids' vehicles. 
it is odd that they. I think the A wing would fit better with the power of the force uh, instead of maybe the you know the battle wagon or something. But mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to to know more about that late. There's a lot written about the early days of Kenner, but you know it'd be interesting to get the story about the final days of Star Wars at Kenner, eighty five. 80 you know 84 through 86 what was going on who was who was yeah. leaving what was going you know right i think that stuff is very interesting but if you talk to people like steve sansweet and gus lopez they seem to have a good good idea about that kind of stuff and it's always interesting to chat with people like that who have spent so much time researching all yeah. of this we all know the early days and how that was but yeah. the final days of the star wars line that'd be interesting yeah that could be like a sad documentary, you know, like a real like yeah. downer. Yeah, when they get around the toys that made us volume four. Yeah. The toys that made us cry. Showing uh, showing the Kenner people packing up and yeah. moving on to oh, you said what were you talking about? Ghostbusters? Is that what they did? Is that what, was that their next big thing, Ghostbusters? They had superpowers. I think so. And they had masks. <clears throat> I was gonna say wasn't mask a thing? Yeah, mask. Clearly, they have their Robin Hood license. Yeah. Anyways. That could be another show. The final days of Kenner and what they moved on to. Um, So that is it for The Power of the Force. Um, Yay? (laughs) Yay? (laughs) Yeah. Well, there it is. That part is. is just beautiful, though. I mean, that is just... I would love to have a box just to look at the art... I, I I'm probably never gonna own one, but oh man, is that beautiful? Yeah. No, yeah, it's very nice. Okay, so here we are. You're at this. This is not even a fair question, but I have to ask. You're at the store. <laughs> your mom's only gonna buy you one of these. Your mom or your dad or your grandparent guardian. Which one are you buying? Which one are you going home with? This isn't even a fun question because we all know what we're going. We know we all know what we're going home with the. Okay, you have to pick. A <laughs> we all know we're going home with the skiff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have thrown a fit and said, "Why well, I don't want this? I want a Lego." <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, I would have too. If I, I had that like, choice, no, I my mom only, If my mom only gave me that choice, what I would, what I would, could tell you with certainty is, I ain't going home with mom. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Because apparently she didn't love me. I want the G.I. Joe hovercraft. I want the whale. Yeah, I don't something. Want any of this stuff. Okay, you're walking out of the store, and the store manager says, hey, you can take one of those personal mini rigs for free. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. would say, I would say, uh, who are you? Free with the purchase of a better toy. Take one. <laughs> I would say, I don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Out of the mini, out of the mini rigs that we've talked about tonight, I would probably just take the sand skimmer only because I think that looks like the rudder. That sort of looks like something. Yeah, yeah. That's the, it's like the only thing that even looks remotely identifiable, identifiable with Star Wars, and just barely. Just barely. Yeah. The other ones you can keep, really. I mean, yeah. You use it as like a Star Wars podium for like award shows and, and lectures. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I I would do the sniper vehicle. Would you really? Yeah. Are you being no, ironic ultra. or no? What are those things ultralights. 
Those little <laughs> <Ultra one. lights. laughs> Those things that keep dropping out of the sky. I mean, I like, you know, Imperial stuff when I was a kid. I didn't like <laughs> the Jabba stuff, so I wouldn't have wanted the Sand Skimmer. Uh, I mean, Siri, I mean, you know, in all honesty, if you said any, if, if you could have had any one of these five, if you're, if you could have bought one, I probably would have opted for the battle wagon and not the skiff. Wow. At the time, at the time, you know, in retrospect, <clears throat> no, but, you know, I don't know. I would have, yeah, the battle wagon, I mean, it I looks like fun. It's got a lot of playability features that a kid might like. Yeah. It's got two, it's got an upper level. It's got a ladder and, I liked Ewoks more than I liked the Java stuff, so I don't know. But obviously, I, uh, I wasn't interested in any of it. My 15-year-old self would say, "Star Wars is dead." <laughs> you know, about this time is when those two packs were out. Those Return of the Jedi two packs of figures, yeah. two figures with no accessories, usually uh, no weapons. Once again, the death throes of yes, Star Wars. And I collection. remember. And while I don't remember seeing any of this stuff in the store that we talked about tonight, I yeah. do remember seeing those two packs. And I do remember looking at them, seeing them with no weapons, no nothing printed on the back of the cards, nothing. And and, and just knowing to myself, like saying, Star Wars is dead. This, yeah. Star Wars is done. This is yep. it. Yep. There was over. no, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this was obvious. Yeah. Why did you, they should have just had... A picture of George Lucas flipping you off on the back of the card. Yeah. He, he, he was knee deep in uh, Howard the Duck pre-production yeah. this time. He didn't care. <laughs> Howard the Duck. They could have sold these toys as Howard the Duck toys. That would have been the same thing. Well, it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah, wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. These really do like they these really do look like rack toys stuff. Dollar store rack toys. Mm-hmm. Yep. That wouldn't have improved sales though, sure. Well guys, I love uh talking vintage with you fellas, but uh this was uh <laughs> I think I would have rather drank a big glass of sour milk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think I'll put that warning on the beginning of the show. Yeah. Just so anyone who doesn't want to listen to this knows ahead of time. They don't they probably shouldn't. Alright, with that <laughs> I would like to know uh the uh folks who actually got these um the go ahead to make these. What it, what was it like? I mean, sitting in the uh boardroom there and uh, You're up you're you're up, Eugene. Alright, I got some great ideas here, guys. We're gonna go with body rigs. We got a sniper vehicle. We got a security snout, snout, and a, a one-man sand skimmer. Here's pictures. What do you think? Well, that had well, to Eugene, happen. we were going to fire we're you fired. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to fire hell? you before lunch, but uh, you know, what the we hell? really, go with you know, it. what the hell, go with these. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these were. Somebody signed off on all of these. Exactly. So these were mass produced. Well, I mean, was this the time where they're like proposing, you know, the expanded universe figures that they created on their own and the ad at with the uh, ion cannon and yeah. Yeah. The stacks of that stuff. Right. It is. It does. It does. These, and these, 
This is just a weird little bit of Star Wars history here. Yeah, but these are these are like failed prototypes that actually made it out. Pretty phenomenal. These are just turd. I want to thank everyone for uh, joining me tonight. <laughs> you better thank us. <laughs> From I grew up Star Wars dot com, Tom Burgess. This is by far the worst vintage show ever, but it's not anybody's fault here. It's I blame Kenner for this. Damn you, Kenner! You were so great. <laughs> you started so well. I mean, you you started with a bang, and you ended with a fizzle. I mean, That's they started so with sad. the X-wing fighter and the Tie fighter and the land speeder. And now we're down to this. Twelve iconic figures that's, <laughs> that that perfectly embodied the the uh, the selection of figures that you you would have made yourself. Mm-hmm. And now you end with the sniper vehicle. TM trademark registered copyright. It's From a this week in Star Wars podcast. I'm gonna kill myself. I'm hanging Matt Fox right now. Everybody, oh, thanks for hanging with Galaxy of Toys. It was it was a fun run. <laughs> <laughs> um, always a pleasure to even even to talk about this stuff, which isn't any good, and we don't know anything about it. We still <laughs> managed to talk for two hours, so and that's always a lot of fun. Yeah, Talking bad had, Star Wars had, toys yeah. is better than any. Had a, you know, if we had a budget good, for good the point, show, good point, man. Good point. Yeah. If we had a budget for the show, we can get some experts on. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably <laughs> have Gus on the show all the time. He knows this stuff. Yeah, we I should. don't think you know, Gus could even say anything good about these, though. Right? Maybe on a upcoming vintage show, we'll get Gus Lopez on and. Maybe he can explain to us what you how need to do. Great and brilliant this stuff actually is. On the Facebook page, you need to start a discussion. Who had these toys when they were kids? Yeah. Who played Don't with these? I want to know. Have. I want to mm. know who who had these as a kid. As a kid. As a kid. Who actually chose this over, you know, whatever else was on the toy shelf? I'm guessing just grandma He's bought these for somebody. <laughs> At least with an easy bake oven, you could make a sloppy. You get a cake. You know, yeah, you could get make some brownies for crying out loud. Emperor's Royal Guard Collector Extraordinaire Chris, uh, thank you for having me on. <laughs> um, Chris, what if one of these vehicles had a Royal Guard on it? In the you know in the art security uh, yeah, scout, uh, then you'd have them all. Then I'd yeah. have to get one. Yeah, yeah. If I got this these for Christmas or as a stocking stuffer, I would probably have cried. Yeah, that's surprising. They never gave the Royal Guard a vehicle. Well, we've got like the miniature shuttle that their piece of cars on the box. That you can't drive with that. You can't drive anything with one of those helmets on. You can barely. You can't even see. You can't even. (laughs) You can't even see to your right or left. Yeah. Are you gonna pilot something? Oh, speaking. I I totally forgot about this. Uh, You got. I brought. You guys would have been able to see it had you come last night, but I ha- I got a full like full metal World Guard Force Pike, like super accurate. Really? Yeah. Wow. Made from cut metal. It's a thing of beauty. Did you get that locally? No, I got that through a guy on the RPF 
uh, the ah. re- uh, prop replica forum uh, yeah. goes by the name the Proplicator, and he did a run of fifty of these things. And oh my goodness, is it a beautiful piece of art! Cool. So, congrats. Yeah, it, it's a pretty awesome piece. So, would have rather have talked about that for two hours. Maybe next oh. time. <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next show, we'll be talking about. I don't know. What's next? Do another vintage show. Uh, when San Diego. I don't know. <laughs> July something. July something. So we'll probably be talking about any reveal. I. Do we gonna get anything revealed? You know, they said to lower your expectations at Toy Fair. Yeah, because basically <laughs> for new reveals, a lot of things that they're going to bring out is going to come out on Triple Force Friday, and right. they're not going to be able to talk about that. Right. Yeah. This is the great. That's a great name for title for this show. Lowered this, expectations. Uh, this episode. Lower your expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Triple lower your expectation. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, who knows what they'll sh- if they'll show anything new? They they have to some they have to show something though. Otherwise, sure why they... why even do a presentation? Maybe they're gonna bring back uh, what were those Angry Birds? Yeah, Angry Birds. Bring them Angry back, Birds yeah. would have been more fun than these shows. These <laughs> toys, sequel edition Angry Birds. Um, who knows? I guess that they maybe they'll show some new retro collection figures. Maybe that they could show. Yeah, because yeah. that's not like a spoiler type thing. I guess we'll find out. We'll probably do a show before then, though. So, but well, if you talk vintage, what. have me on again. Well, we'll keep going. We'll, we're going to keep going with the vintage. We still have oh, droids and good. Ewoks, and then I think after that, we're probably going to do like kind of a more retrospective on the packaging. We've not really talked too much about the packaging. Um. The different kind of card backs and that'll be a that'll be a good yeah. Show. yeah. So we'll probably go back to the beginning again and just start over. <laughs> That's a good idea. More on the packet, more on the design, less about the toys. But I don't know. That's just an idea I've got that I've been thinking of. So but who knows? Right. Yeah, we will definitely need to get some hired experts on those for those kind of shows, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can all learn something. There's always something to learn about. Our yeah. Boys. Yeah. No matter what era you're talking our, about. Our A's, B's, and C's, and yeah. all that other stuff. Okay. For Galaxy of Toys, this is Jason saying goodnight, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.